Welcome traders and aspiring traders to the winning trade. Before we get going, let's go over some required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that the trade in this presentation is a hypothetical computer simulated trade. It's believed to be as accurately represented as possible, keeping in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke from Locke and Your Success LLC, where myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today, I am here to take you into the realm of something called high probability options trading. Now, if you're a directional trader, if you trade assets, this may be a little bit different to you. But what high probability options trading is, it is when we use option strategies to help us make money through the passage of time rather than depending solely on price movement in order to be profitable. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to win all the time, but it does mean that we are much more likely to win than if we were solely picking direction. And yes, it is true that we can often make money whether the price goes up, down, or sideways, which is really cool. The option strategy that I'm going to be sharing with you today is called an M3 point for you. This is an option strategy that I developed to trade on the Russell 2000. It is a somewhat bullish bias market neutral income strategy for the Russell 2000. And the strategy requires a minimum of $2,500 per trade. The example size we're going to be showing you today is a $5,000 planned capital trade. Our profit target for this is none. Basically, we trade this trade until expiration or we hit our exit loss trigger. Uh, but in general, I would expect a good month to return about 10% of our planned capital. And that would be in a position this size about $500. And our exit loss trigger is also a responsible $500 or 10% of our planned capital for this position. So let's take a look at the strategy here. For those of you who may be new to us, this is an options analytical software called Option Net Explorer. It can be found at optionnetexplorer.com. And what this software does is it shows us the risk profile of our position. So over here on our right, we have our analytical graph. We have our profit and loss up the right side. We have our asset price along the bottom. The asset we're trading is the Russell 2000. This is a software that we can go back in time and put positions on. And in this case here, it is June 24th, 2022. 15.30 is 3.30 p.m. Eastern time or about a half an hour before the market closes. And along here, we have our strikes. So these are our expiration cycles. This here is the August 19th, 2022 expiration cycle. It is 56 days to expiration at this point. The asset price is 17.57. We have our call options on the top, put options on the bottom. For this particular strategy, we are using put options. We're doing a configuration called a broken wing butterfly. And the broken wing butterfly has a 60 point lower wing. And generally it has a 40 point upper wing, but we do make modifications when implied volatility is much different than normal as it has been lately. And we ended up going to a 50 40 broken wing butterfly. We'll explain that as we move along. But our entry, is going to be like this. So the asset price is 1757. We're going approximately 20 points under the money for our short strikes, and that's going to bring us to about 1740. So we're selling for 1740. We're going down 60 points and buying two 1680s. We're going up 
Well, we try here at 40 points. And when we do this, we find that uh, our delta is 5.56. Now, for those of you who don't know what delta is, it basically is your, is your estimated profit or loss with a $1 price movement in the asset. So our five delta is telling us if the asset price goes up a dollar, we should gain $5.56 here. And if it goes down a dollar, we should lose $5.56. Uh, that delta limit is too high, putting these long strikes up in here. And we do that, we have 1.57, which is within our tolerance. And our entry tolerance is between plus four and uh, minus 1.5. So, uh, and we want to be close to neutral. So here, 1.57 is pretty neutral. That is going to be our entry position. If we get back to our analytical graph here, what we see is we see a triangle shape. And that is what's called our expiration graph, shows us the value of our position at any given price point of the Russell 2000 as of expiration. We have our T plus zero line, which is the thinner curved line. That is a representation of what the model predicts that this position will be worth with at any given price level in the Russell 2000. It's not always all that accurate, but it's better than nothing. I mean, it's reasonably accurate. So this is what we have here. Currently on entry, we're down $8. We are a delta of 1.57. Our total risk in the position, by the way, at this point is 23.28. Our total planned capital or the amount that we might get into it should we run into certain issues is going to be 5,000. In reality, with the guidelines, we would rarely be over four. So this is a $5,000 planned capital position. It has a $500 exit loss trigger and we have no profit target. We're gonna trade this into expiration. So as we go along here, what's going to happen is we have delta limits of minus three and positive four in this position. If we hit either of those limits, we're going to make what's called an adjustment. We're going to do most of our adjustments by moving this upper wing up and down. If we get too much downside movement, we'll actually pick the position up and move it. If we have too much uh, upside movement and our capital gets too high, we will move this option forward to bring our capital down. So let's get moving here and take a quick look at this. So it's June 24th, it's Friday, and this is our entry date, 56 days to expiration. If we go to first adjustment, actually, let's look at the chart quickly. This is what our chart looks like. As you can see, this is a pretty volatile market as it has been lately, but we just had a very, very large down move and a fast down move in the marketplace. We are now in a bounce. So that's where we're at. In this example, we are not taking that into consideration. So if I go to first adjustment, June 24th to July 14th. So basically what's happened here is um, nothing for a while. We, we were getting into this bounce and the market actually leveled off a little bit, but it is still trending a little bit towards the downside. During this time period, the 24th to the 14th, that's going to be, what, about 25 days or so. Actually, we wanted 56, it's going to be 20 days exactly. And what's happening here is we're at positive 4.09 delta. So that's outside of our risk tolerance. So the first thing we're going to do is going to try to move this if we do that, that brings us to 1.43. So this is what we're going to do to bring the trade into parameters. So here we are. Let's just jump to 
couple days forward here. So the 15th, we get a 33 point up move. Uh, we're within our risk tolerance. Remember our risk tolerance for Delta is minus three plus four. If we go to the 18th, we're still looking good. We're up 330 and we're minus 117. And then Tuesday, we get this crazy large move in the asset. Now, what tends to happen sometimes or what can happen sometimes if, we're, if we get a very large up move and we're in the center of the butterfly and we go to the, to the outer, outer edge here, we can get a crush in our T plus zero line, which is what happened here. So we end up losing a lot of the profits in the trade temporarily, but that does happen from time to time. And again, that's not so much from Delta, but that's an implied volatility thing that the model was actually not projecting, or at least not projecting the way the market actually made, which does happen from time to time. Not a big deal, but what's going on here is now I'm at minus 4.22 Delta, our tolerance is minus three. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna move this back. One of the things here is, is I told you the tolerance was minus three, but that is assuming that we're at what we call inside the long strike. So our long strike initially, we're at 1796.99, so about uh, 1797. Uh, we're currently inside our long strike with the longs at 1800. But when we make our adjustment to correct that, our long strikes are now at 1790. So now the asset price is outside the long strike. That being the case, we want to be positive delta. So our delta numbers shift from minus three to having to be positive once we leave the 10. And that being the case, what we're gonna do is instead of moving it there, we're gonna move it there. And that is going to give us a positive delta number. Notice it does increase the capital in the trade when we do this. At some point, if we're rolling this back, we do have to deal with the capital number, but not yet. So let me clear this. Go the trade and we'll move forward. So here we are, 31 days to expiration. We're about break even. We get another 28 points. We're still positive delta, not an issue. Here we get a bit of a pullback, but we shift from our delta number shifts from negative to uh, positive to negative. And again, outside the tent, we do not want that negative delta. So what we're going to do here is we're going to that in, that brings us to positive. We're still within our capital guidelines here. So let's just commit that. Well, we don't commit it. We'll, uh, we'll show you that trade. And here, is our new position. We're positive to Delta. That's within our zero to four outside the long strike. We're up $171. So let's see how this goes the next few days. End up with a decent size down move right after adjustment. That happens from time to time. Not enough to kick us out though, or kick us back, I should say. Let's give us a few more days here. And on July 27th, we end up getting another substantial up move. We get a relief in implied volatility. We end up with negative delta once again. And that being the case, we want to get to positive delta being outside of our long strike. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring this in here and that's going to bring us to positive two, but oh, wait a minute. We don't really want more than $4,000 to the downside for risk here. So that being the case, what we're going to do is we're going to move this that kicks us back negative again. So I'm gonna to have to 
just play with this position until we get to what we want. And this is the position that we want. So at this point here, our capital is less than it was. We have our positive delta we're within tolerances and that's going to be our adjustment. So let's take a look at that. There we are. And then from here, we are 23 days to expiration. And I'm not sure if we had another adjustment here. So let's click through. Oh, we did have another adjustment. So let's go here, August 3rd. August 3rd, what happened is we are negative delta again. So what we're gonna do is gonna come in here, roll this back. That brings our capital higher than we'd like. We roll this forward. And that brings us positive side of delta and within capital limits. So that's where we go. And from here, we have 16 days left. It is a 14 days expiration. We are negative delta once again. And our move here is to bring us positive delta. Time we're within capital limits, that brings us in. That's the adjustment there. Of course, we get a bit of a down move here, but we're still within our guidelines, so not an issue. Another up move. And then here, we're seven days to expiration. Uh, notice where we've gone negative delta here at, at four days to expiration. We really can't do anything with this. The reality is that there's no money left in these options. So this is the mid price of the options. And um, they're out of the money. So the mid price is actual time premium. There is no time premium. There's no reason to make any execution here. We're just going to let it expire unless you run into a downside problem, which doesn't happen in this case. And that being the case, we're going to jump here to this day here. Get a bit of a 30 point down move here. Again, we never really get any money in these options, so there's nothing to do. And we go into Thursday, and that is going to be the end of the trade. We let the trade expire, and it's going to expire at about a $508 gain on our $5,000 plan capital, or approximately 10%, which is pretty much what we would expect from a decent month for the M3.4U. And that is the M3.4U, this episode's winning trade. If you love what you see and who wouldn't, I encourage you to come on over to lockinyoursuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com to check out our Go membership and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other fantastic trading strategies as they unfold during our live options trading for for income meetings that we have every Monday morning for our Go members. Also, come on over to thewinningtrade.com. That's thewinningtrade.com, where you can view all our past winning trades, learn about upcoming winning trades, and receive free bonus material. And of course, while you're there, check out our free trading performance podcast, where you can learn to skyrocket your trading results, regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see on the next winning trade, please comment below. I'll make sure I answer your questions and comments for you personally. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Winning Trade.